You're listening to Moms No Expert Podcast. On this podcast, we'll be going on a journey together and learn how to be the best moms we can be. I'm your host, Irmari. Hi, guys. Welcome to my podcast. And today, the first guest ever is bum, 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 Amanda Webster. Hey, guys. <laughs> my bestie. Oh. Before we start the podcast, we're going to tell you guys how we met, which is kind of funny. Do you want to take oh, it? Oh, it's something. <laughs> we both started together as Ew. gate agents, essentially. And we had training together in Orlando at their lovely little training place. And um, yeah, we did not go off to the great greatest start. <laughs> Wait, let me say, I liked her. I sat next to her like, like oh, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> and she was like, oh, hi. And then. She was evil. No, we were friendly. There was this one evil broad between us. There was, yeah. I said, hey, so I don't like you and you don't like me, but we got to work together. So let's be cordial. I don't want you to talk shit about me. And she was like, what? No, that's not what happened. No, that's not. I don't remember. You let me know what people were saying behind my back. There you go. And had my back. (laughs) And I was like, damn, this girl is a good person. (laughs) That's a fact. But yeah. And then we ended up working together and she continued at my back. And now here we are, what, two and a half, three years later? Jesus. It'll be three years in October. Yeah. So that's what happened. Uh, and then we've been together ever since. A lot of people have come and gone. Bye. Yep. JetBlue, the guy, the girl, all in the past. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Um, friends in between that didn't want us to be friends. So sad. But we're here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, when I thought about my new adventure, I said, why not bring this bitch ass hoe over? <laughs> And talk about all the many things we have in common. Here we are. (laughs) Okay. As you guys know, my first segment of the day is, as a mom, I felt that. So the meme I found says, summer break week one, kid, mom, can I have a popsicle? Mom, absolutely not. Summer break break week two, kid, mom, can I have a popsicle? Mom, after breakfast, summer, summer break week three, mom, what's for breakfast? mom popsicle (laughs) and this was me by the pandemic i was so over danny i was like yo have anything you want i don't care you phone cake eat it like i don't i don't care anymore i don't stuck in the house with a kid during a pandemic and a shutdown quite awful i was over it how are you so i don't have danny for the summer you know that how are you with tj like when he's home all the time with you and your oh mom. i mean it's fine now it's different from last summer because everything's open there's activities to go do we're at dave and buster's like weekly <laughs> which my wallet loves um but other than that it's like i think we're going back to like normalcy but last year absolutely not it was hard to find like hobbies we played a lot of like wii games or switch games oh my god my age yeah, showing she's old <laughs> i listen 31 <laughs> i remember even like even school for the pandemic was awful like you know i had how many meltdowns like i have like probably 20 before school ended because i was so over it um we were texting each other regularly about how pissed we were like every teacher was the worst every class was the worst like our kids were the worst yeah (laughs) it was such a headache i think what i think the worst part for me like I don't know why Danny separates people like authority. So in the house, I'm the authority. But then when she's at school, the teacher. But at this point, we're both home. So she's like, you don't know what you're saying. I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure your teacher told me. So what are you talking about? And she's like, no, you're not. So it was awful because we get fighting. 
can't even imagine. And she can read like TJ's in kindergarten. So this year he wasn't able to read. So I had to listen to the cues all day and I was basically in kindergarten with him because I would have to change the websites and everything and he would get frustrated. I would get even more frustrated. We drank a lot heavily. We oh probably bored and like alcoholics. By the way, we're drinking mimosas. If we're together, <laughs> we're not drinking. There is something wrong with us. <laughs> and I blame the pandemic. <laughs> exactly. My next segment is mom said what? <laughs> uh, so today's segment, we're going to talk about millennial moms, which is obviously us. Um, and if you don't know what a millennial mom is, moms born between 1978 to 1994. 1994. I don't know how to talk. We just Sorry, my Spanish. My Spanish is showing. So do you think you're a millennial mom? Like, oh, definitely. Yeah. 100%. Grew up on NSYNC and born in those years, did all the all the things, showing my son rocket power and Doug and all that. <laughs> definitely a millennial. My boyfriend on the way up here asked me if Nick Carter was in NSYNC and I almost jumped out of the car. How dare he? I know. He's, he sounds <laughs> like a boomer, which is funny because he's not a boomer. He, I know. <laughs> <laughs> do you think... As moms, do we have it a little harder than our moms did when they were growing up or when they were taking care of us? Um, Yes and no. I think like a mom and daughter relationship is always going to be tough because every girl goes through a phase where they hate their moms, yeah. but every single one of us. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that they had a little bit easier where now it's like a two income household. Most of us are single moms and we can't like it's a lot harder to afford like houses and cars and everything's more expensive and more difficult. Childcare is hard to come by. Yeah. So I would say we do have it a little bit more hard. Harder. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I agree in the sense like money wise is a little harder. I mean, I was raised by a single mom. So that that aspect is the same for me. Like I, I don't see a difference in the money wise part because I think I think I'm struggling the same way my mom struggled. Not like struggle like I'm broke, but I am broke. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like I do, you know, like I work hard to give my daughter whatever she needs. But I think we don't because there's a lot of accessibility now that there wasn't before i do think we're raising our kids different what do you think you're doing differently that your mom or your dad did i mean i mean my my dad my dad didn't do much um i guess differently what like you said social media we have to raise them to like respect people on social media i don't know I, i find a lot of me and my mom honestly I don't know. She always like she, she definitely ruled with empty threats like I do. Like my son knows I'm not going to throw him out the window, but he knows if I say <laughs> if you if you keep this up, I'm throwing you out the window. He stops. Yeah. Uh, my mom did that to me too, but I guess it's humbled and my sense of humor definitely comes from that. Yeah. And my son can take it. He gives it right back to you. So I don't know. I don't think I do that much different than my mom did. Yeah. And she like was married the whole time, but essentially was a single mom because my dad just was vacant and absent and yeah awful <laughs> i think i'm the same where i find myself like one time i was talking to danny and she said something and i was like and i stared at her and i'm like oh my god i feel like i'm my mom right now and it wasn't <laughs> a bad feeling it was more of like oh shit like i i do carry myself as a mom as my mom did i think the one thing i might do different and i hope my mom agrees with this is i'm a little bit more open in the sense like i consider her feelings which not that my mom didn't consider my feelings it's more of like I give her options. You know, I'm like, Danny, do you want to do this? In my house, it was like, we're doing this. I don't care what you think. And it wasn't a bad thing. I mean, considering. <laughs> um, But, you know, but I ask her like, oh, what do you prefer to eat or what do you prefer to do? And my mom does that with her, too, which is funny. One thing that we do have in common also is that we're co-parents. 
And I have a different story <laughs> than you do. Um, you don't have to go into details, just in case. So we do embrace co-parenting, and obviously we do have a different story about co-parenting. But what is, I guess, like what are your good things and your bad things about co-parenting? I mean, first and foremost, can we block people, certain people from listening? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. Everybody. <laughs> no. We, so I left my, we were actually married, my ex-husband, on our two-year anniversary. It was celebratory more than it was sad. Uh, <laughs> and when my son was whew, three, no, six months old, seven months old. So it's kind of just like the norm for us. I think that's what's good is that like TJ only knows that. Like he's like adaptable and like he doesn't, I don't know, it like doesn't upset him that like life changes a lot because that's all he's known. That's probably like the best part of all of it. Maybe the only good part. <laughs> like obviously I left him for reasons i mean i'm happy because like my mom and dad like i said like they didn't get along at all and i'm happy that i got out of it and didn't have to like grow up seeing a bad relationship as like my one relationship to look up to i got out of that so tj didn't have to deal with that so that's also very good i think anyway in my opinion but yeah um we get along for the most part it's definitely difficult sometimes because we're both like stubborn like strong-willed human beings i believe and we know how to hit where it hurts. So I think there's like a lot of like verbal stuff between us that could probably change. That's probably the worst part between it. And then like control, like he's big on control, wicked type A and I'm wicked type B. Yeah. So I think that's where we clash a whole lot. But also I think it's better off that we're co-parenting rather than staying together for the kids like my parents did. Yeah. No, I feel you. Um, I had both uh, experiences. I mean, so I grew up with my mom and then I saw my dad on the weekends and I was super close to my dad's family more than my mom's. And my aunt and uncle stayed for the kids, rather my mom and my dad didn't. So I saw both parts and I, I'm the same way where me and Darwin, I mean, me and Darwin didn't hate each other by that. We ended up hating each other, but not because of the breakup, just because situations that happened in between, like after the breakup. But one thing that I I told him I was like I don't want to stay with you and just because of Danny like I like you like I I care about you so why would I stay with you and just for the kid like no if you if you're not happy and I'm not happy why do this right. which I think it's it's healthy I mean I went through that patch where we hated each other and we said dumb shit <laughs> but finally we're good we're able to communicate I mean we talk kind of a lot so it's so normal for us to have a conversation that it, some people are like, that's weird that you guys talk. No, it's okay. a good thing, though, because it's better than being futile. Yeah. Because your kids seeing that and them like having that as a concept of a relationship going growing up. Because I, I think that's like, I'm sure we're going to talk about it eventually. But like in dating, like I saw like yeah. just like a futile relationship. And that's what I grew up with. And I don't want my son to do that at all. Like I'd rather have him have a better idea of like love and relationships. And like you can get out of it if you're not happy. And like exactly. there's more to life. Yeah, no, yeah, and and what you're not allowed, like, I mean, I mean, we can talk about it now, but yeah, I <laughs> since we're talking about relationships, segue, <laughs> I yeah, segue. Look at us being perfect at this podcast thing. Um, I mean, you know, my last relationship was shit, well, the big one, and my daughter was in love with this dude, and it sucked because that she liked him. I mean, leaving him was hard, but I think the hardest part that I think that I had the most struggle with was the fact that they were close that she liked them because you know danny she don't like people so the thought the 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 hardest part was that she liked him and that she always asked about him she had she had his phone number like it was the weirdest <laughs> thing 
and she didn't call him unless I was with him, but she had her his number. She felt comfortable enough to be like, hey, what are you, what are you doing? And once, like, I think once that line is crossed where your kids are involved, it's harder. So she asked me and I told her, I said, listen, you know, this is what happened. He left me for his ex for those who are questioning. And I know some people are listening. So, yeah, he left me to go back with his ex. The point is, I told her about it. And I was like, listen, I'm not mad at him. He did it. That's what that was his choice. And that's fine. And it's in its life. And she was like, oh, OK, that works. And then now she doesn't want me to get married ever or be with anybody ever. But it's, you know. I feel like that's the other ideology. Like, yeah. we're the people that are like, we get out of relationships because they're poor, whereas he tried to jump back in a relationship with his baby mom to stay together for the kids. Yeah. It's not like a Blink-182 song. Stay together for the kids. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, I mean, that makes it legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like, that's the other side of it, I believe, anyway. But, like, I think my biggest mistake as a parent ever was my first relationship, too, was, like, introducing a guy who went from friends to in a relationship really quickly and there was two and a half years where this guy was like the only person my son knew like with me or whatever. And then he like just left without even saying goodbye to me or him. And like it was devastating. Yeah. Like I just I don't know. Like I felt like a bad mom because I would like cry. Like teacher would be like, where is he? And I would just like start bawling because I like I was hurt. I didn't know what to tell him. Like I felt like I was hurting him. But like him seeing me cry was probably even worse. So that's why I was single for three and a half years after that. Because like you said, introducing a kid and having them like attached to another person. Yeah. Just that much harder. And I think that's where I'm at right now. Like, I mean, I've had people that I've dated and when they say that, they're like, oh, I want to meet your kid. I'm like, why? Like, what? what is the point? Like, what are you trying to do? And it sounds horrible, but it's because why do you want to meet my kid? And it's then they're like, well, aren't we serious? I'm like, are we? Like, are we serious? Not yet. <laughs> and it sounds and it sounds awful. But when you're a mom, you're like, I need more from you. Like, I need more from you than just I love you and I want to see your future for you from you like right. I need actions right. I mean I'll trust uh, like someone with me before I'll trust them with my kid that's the thing yeah like it took me nine months to create TJ <laughs> it'll take me nine months to like decide if like a guy should be around although like in this certain situation now I guess it was a little bit quicker but we are good judge of characters and we don't give each other like we don't give ourselves enough credit and we know when the red flags are there and I think I saw my red flags at the beginning but i let other people be like oh no give it a chance you know he's Ugh. good and and that and and i think we do that because we are like oh my god i've been single for so long i should date somebody i should give somebody a chance because i you know me you know i don't people give people no chances i'm like no you're trash and i i can still you know fuck with you but i'm not giving you a boyfriend relationship right. type um and i think that is my biggest mistake that i I've always been like that. I mean, we talked about that in the car earlier where I allow people to tell me like or not tell me, but kind of like play with my mind where they're like, oh, you should do this. I think this is good for you. And I'm like, oh, you, you think so? OK, I'm going to do that. And that happens. And and then and when I get myself out of that situation, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why did I do that? Why did I get myself into a relationship with somebody that had just gotten out of a relationship and didn't even know what they wanted with their life, you know? And now looking back, I'm like, oh, shit, I was dumb. <laughs> I mean, but you want to think experience. that people have like your best interest yeah. when they're telling you like what you should do. It's like easy to, to be persuaded, but I get it. <laughs> I mean, we still like we're, we're human. Like we still want like attention and like, I don't know, not com commitment necessarily because that is not something that I wanted for a long time, like I said. Yeah. But like, I don't know, compassion and just like being with people. But that doesn't always mean that they should be involved in like your kid's life. Like that can be separate. 
Exactly. I mean, yeah, no, I like so I put my daughter first and I tend to use her as an excuse <laughs> a lot. I'm like, oh, it's a I good can't. excuse. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't go out. I have my daughter today. And people are like, really? Today? I'm like, yeah, today I have her. And they're like, don't you have her every day? I'm like, yeah, but today specifically I have her. I choose so, her. Yeah. Like I choose her over you and get used to that. Exactly. <laughs> and, and Take a fucking seat. <laughs> <laughs> but we do that. I feel like we do that a lot. Obviously not because we're bad people but because we're good parents and exactly we are you know as flawed as we are because i think i'm very flawed as a mom and as a person but i i always try to put my daughter first like always all that matters Uh, i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) (laughs) i think you're doing a great job thank you You (laughs) um but we um but one thing that i like about millennial moms specifically is that we value our alone times i think as moms we do that we tend to lose ourselves we're like oh you know everything for the kids but as we grow older like i think now that i'm in my 30s i'm like i love you but i need to go be alone like i need me time we're also young moms like we need to like still live at our age like yeah i don't know i think both of us it works out as a single mom that we have like time off which sounds like selfish as all hell yeah like i always want my son with me obviously but like as a 31 year old with a six year old, none of my friends have like they all have like newborn babies besides you. And like it's cool that like I'm a halftime mom essentially because his dad has him on the weekends and I can work. But I can also be a 31 year old and do what I want for my own like emotional mental health. Yeah. Separately from him. Granted, I would rather him with me on that time. But also a break is nice. <laughs> yeah. And I always say that like I don't remember a time where we were always together. It was always she goes off for the weekend when we live in the same state. And now that we live state of Sabart, she leaves on the summer, comes back, and then that's it. It's, I'm used to it. I miss her like crazy, but I am used to it, and I like it because in the summer, I get to sleep in longer, Oh, um, which is important because if <laughs> you know my daughter, she wakes up at 6 in the morning like she has some business to be running. <laughs> Like she, she probably <laughs> she probably will be running this podcast. She be texting me like I think so. I'm like I'm sleeping. Go leave me alone. <laughs> but yeah, she like I get to sleep in longer. I get to go out. Whatever you want to hike, let's go hike. Let's go stay me. in the weekend. Um, my cousin always try to take me to a new freaking concert or comedy show or comedy show. So we're out. Uh, so it's fun and I like it because when she comes back, I think that that time apart makes up stronger like i i talk to her stepmom all the time and she's like oh my gosh she loves you so much and your bond is so strong and i think it's because we we have lapses apart so much that she's like oh my mom is crazy but she's a good mom like when i'm with her she gives me everything i need so i mean this is talking from my side obviously (laughs) no bias (laughs) super no bias but i think that's what i think that's what makes a relationship great and i think I always say she's my best friend and I hear so many moms my age say that they're like oh this is my little best friend but it is like I talk to my daughter about everything you know that like I tell her too much thing too many things that I shouldn't be telling her but I mean why not like she understands and whatever she doesn't understand I'm like I'll tell you later you'll understand in like a year or two right it's better than lying yeah this is the reality and it is that we are two co-parents and we are perfectly fine and we are lucky enough to have a stepmom that it's a good stepmom because I have a lot of stories about horrible stepmoms. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I 
I mean, you have kind of a good stepmom, kind of. Oh, yeah. She's new. new. Oh, no, she's awesome. Like, I mean, we definitely had a rough patch. Um, <laughs> when we first moved back, he had introduced like a whole bunch of girls to my son, like as girlfriends. I think there was like four between the months of like January and September. Four or five, honestly. Jesus. And like you the only reason around. why I know this is that his sister's husband would message me on Instagram and tell me about it. I know. Dirty little secrets. <laughs> but yeah, he would message me and tell me about it because like even he was just like, who the fuck is this girl? Who the fuck is this girl? And like again and again. And like then I would start dating and my ex would always be like, I want to meet this guy if he's going to be around my son and all this stuff. And it's like your double standards are obscene, first of all. And like I was just like concerned and worried. Like I'm pretty sure that he would like bring in any Bumble date that would stick around, you know? Yeah, and that's literally what that year was. But then he um, actually asked me about this girl that he's dating now because I knew her. He's two years older than me. This is all Saugus alum, of course. <laughs> uh, but she's hey, a year younger than me. And I always liked her. Like She was always like a wicked good person. So like I gave her, her uh, the Instagram handle over to him. And now they've been dating for like a while now, like almost a year. But she's awesome a sweetheart honestly i hope i get her number and i get to like talk to her instead of him (laughs) i mean listen that was one of the best things um ever because at the beginning of like us trying to rebuild the co-parenting relationship it was hard like building that because one of us always thought we meant something else i mean because you're so used to being this like on this battle right so power struggle yeah so with darwin and i i always thought uh, he meant something else he didn't mean that so whenever i started talking to her so we made a group chat and whenever i started talking to her she was like oh this and this and i'm like oh oh she's sweet oh okay okay so this (laughs) is really what you mean okay good and and it makes it so much better and i talked to her i was like hey marissa this and this and she's like okay good and he's like hello (laughs) i'm right here hello but it's it's so much easier I don't know. I just, I love her so much. I agree. Like I bumped into this girl at Target and we like literally commiserated about co-parenting. And I was like, well, you're dating the guy I'm bitching about. Like, this is fucking amazing. And she like literally was like, no, I don't blame you with like what I was saying. And I was like, yes, stick around, please. Like to ignore all the things that I ran away from. Yeah. But no, but that's a good thing. I think when you find somebody that can sit there and not take a side, because when you take a side, like if I'm, let's say I'm dating somebody and I'm like, oh, I, she's a bitch how do i know i'm only taking his side because i'm sitting with him and he's bitching about you but if i listen to her i'm pretty sure she will bitch about you and you're probably sound way worse than she does to me because a lot of right. things like with this ex like i remember he would tell me all these things and i'm like i feel like you drove her insane like i think she's <laughs> she's probably like an amazing person you drove her crazy because you are a piece of work and but hindsight is also 2020 <laughs> right like i mean she probably is a bitch i mean i'm a bitch sometimes you know but like oh, she yeah. probably you probably drove her to like that point where she's like i hate you because men tend to do that <laughs> especially <laughs> baby daddies like god <laughs> i know a little segue so we so as millennial moms or as millennials we grew up in the beginning of the era of the internet like we begin we started with the cell phones and all that stuff so we had to troubleshoot basically yeah like we had to troubleshoot with dial up all the internet (laughs) so how do you think our kids will be different because i think they don't know what it is like without internet i think they all they know is streaming internet social media like what do you think is different between i mean obviously that but 
how is it how is it different parenting because of the internet i mean they have like the world at their hands like i remember like we have to study things and go to a library and like <laughs> figure out what books to pull out to like get answers but they can just google it yeah and then get like eight thousand different sources that'll tell you mostly the same thing but some that don't say that so (laughs) i I don't know i just think like a lot of things are going to be easier for them but also like we said earlier like like cyberbullying and stuff that's going to be a lot tougher for them i think library is going to be a thing of the past yeah i hope i hope books don't become a thing of the past i hope not i like books my daughter likes reading books she loves reading (laughs) yeah i'm like yeah my son's just learning how to read and he's loving it so comic book suggestions would be ideal yes yes so drop a comment for any comics that tj might read any books that my daughter specifically marvel um, yeah dc my son might um just spit on it don't be sending no dc nothing in here this is a marvel mcu only stand podcast but you can still listen if you're a dc obviously yeah (laughs) i got their perks i got christian bill oh yeah (laughs) so talking about like you know moms that are having a heart like when was it a day or a time when you were like i'm done like i can't do this like this mom life sucks and i i need months honestly it's only dealing with the co-parenting that drives me crazy i don't think i've ever hit that because um we split evenly three three and a half days three and a half days so I have like the days to recharge and stuff. So I, I, there is times where I'm just like, I don't even want to deal like with the arguing and the feuding and like, like if we want to trade days and it's just a headache, I think that's the only time where I'm like, I can't, like I'm done. I'm good. Like I got, like he took me back to court. Like that was one of the other times where I'm just like, I like this is not something I want to be like stressed out about. I'm like terrified and like this is too much, but I don't know. I think it's my balance is good. I got a good balance. Yeah, you do. I, I think I think pre-COVID, I had life with my daughter pretty figured out. Like, I I don't know. Like, I had a good rhythm because I was always at work. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I had an, an, a good enough, like, work balance and, like, kid balance. But I think COVID, when COVID hit and it was, like, all kid, no. <laughs> when it was all kid all the time. Oh, yeah. I hit, a, I hit that wall a couple of times. Like, I remember one day I was, I was looking at, we were, I was trying to do work with her. And I looked at her and I was like, I'm out. I literally walked. I was like, I can't because it's either walk out or like beat her. And I can't beat her for something no. like she's doing school. Right. Like, why would I like it's not her fault. She's not understanding. And it's not my fault that I'm also not understanding. I'm not a teacher. It's just this is what's happening in the world right now. And I think, you know, we went from like full time, a lot of things like school work and whatever. And then to full time being at home with all the time so i think it hit us hard and i was like i'm out i'm out right. I, do you have I to agree walking. i was like where am i where am i going i need to go back home like what the <laughs> fuck am i doing but to close this part out let's talk about your bf okay so tell me about dating him like how did it come up like because obviously you're a single mom so like how was that like incorporating him into your life that's where I don't know like I like I said three and a half years I was single I mean obviously like my weekends off like if I I would date but they would not be like even like a foreign concept of like meeting my son I'm blushing uh no like I said like it wouldn't be like a foreign concept and I would draw like a line immediately with with dudes like if I even like saw them as like someone that would like buy me dinner or whatever Uh, I would draw like a very solid line like you're not meeting my son like that's not a conversation we're gonna have anytime soon when I'm ready maybe we'll talk but it's not gonna be for like a year literally 
But then I met Dennis and I did as a typical Gemini would do. I did what everyone tells you not to do and started (laughs) dating my manager. Sorry. I've been there. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I mean, it was like a comfortable thing. Like I respect him as a human being and like I don't I've never like trusted someone like I do. Or, like, been as comfortable as I am as quickly as I was. Yeah. So, like, there was no question in my mind that, like, if he met TJ, I don't know. I think that's, like, a big comfort level where I was, like, and plus, like, TJ had met him as my manager before. So, it's not like I was introducing, like, hey, here's my boyfriend. It was more like an eased into thing. So, I think it just, like, I don't know. It was, like, coercive. It just worked out well. I was like, oh, I know this guy. Oh, you're cool. And oh, now you're my like, mom's boyfriend. Oh, okay. there was some pushback. He was such a dick to Dennis. <laughs> No, he was an asshole. I literally had to tell my son, like, you need to stop being an asshole because there was no better way to put it. Cause, really? Oh, he was so mean. I He knows me as a single person. Like, even the guy I told you about that, like, I thought was my one big parenting mistake. Uh, I think it was a year and a half later. TJ asked me where his brown uncle was. Oh, like, he thought it was his uncle. So, like, I was like, whew, off the hook. Yeah. And he was like, is he dead? And I was like, to us. <laughs> so, like, that worked <laughs> That worked out. <laughs> yes. Yes, he goes, he's Okay, dead. we're literally decorating the Christmas tree when this conversation happened. <laughs> Paint you a picture. <laughs> to us. I was like, dead. to us he is. He's just like <laughs> hanging up a Disneyland. Oh, God. <laughs> we're awful people. But, okay, I like him. I I mean, I told you this. Like, I, I like him. Like, he's always been really respectful. And I always tell you, like, the moment that he took care of you that one night, she got drunk, guys. So drunk. Fucked up. And he was like, okay, sweetheart. Okay. Mm-hmm, I was go. like, I was living my own episode of The Bachelorette, though. There was like literally three <laughs> There was dudes. like three guys after you like, that see, That's what night. pissed you off, though. Remember, like, one of them was, was being like, yeah. like, way too aggressive with like, no, Listen, I'm taking you home. And you're like, well, uh, this drunk you. girl is not going home with anyone. Like, yes. You see me fucked up and a, per- and a guy, random guy is like, oh, I'm going to go pick you up. You know what he wants to do. And I was so upset because I'm like, you are a dick. Like, why would you say that? Like, you're not trying to take care of me because you left clearly and you know I'm drunk. So you all you want to do is t- do other things. Let's right. be not. But, you know, and I didn't like that. And with with Dennis, it wasn't like that. He was honestly wanted you to go home and be safe and. And that's one thing that I, I like because I was like, wow, he's an actual he's an actual gentleman. You know, it works because you guys both listen to each other. Even when you guys fight, you guys are like, oh, yeah, that's right. I was no, right. for the most part. You're not always there. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not always you're there. right. Like he has like more like the better values of anyone that I know. So yeah. I think that's like a big part in where it's like, yeah, you can be around my son. Like, I think you can lead him in a better way. Yeah. And, and he, I knew that about the ex too, like that I was dating forever. Like I knew that he wasn't like the best role model. Dennis is always takes accountability for his shit. He's like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, he'll own up to that. it. Like, I'm yeah. sorry I did this, yeah. which I struggle with. I never say sorry. <laughs> I suck. And I, I'm sorry, Dennis. This is another <laughs> thing. That's your one and only. It's recorded. Exactly. This is another <laughs> thing that we take the word the same because I, I never I don't know how to say sorry. And not that I don't know. This uh, sounds bad. I do know how to say sorry. It just takes me a while to say sorry because in my mind, I'm always right. Typical Taurus. I, <laughs> I think I'm right all the time, which I'm not. I know I'm not. But obviously, I'm not going to admit that to you. Hello. So I'm like, what? I was wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. I think you wrong that'd be a fun podcast we oh. should just go over our uh <gasps> okay she's coming back guys yeah. and we're gonna talk about our they're like racing. oh man they're like oh my god this bitch again <laughs> obviously i've talked about all the things that we connect but one thing besides our hate for men we talk about <laughs> marvel this is like well marvel and bravo like uh we talk about marvel and bravo probably 90 percent of our conversations are it's that daily. like yeah like we talk about we're like oh my gosh i'm watching potomac and you're like oh my god we went to watch the new marvel movie that's Yee. normally what we watch that's a good balance though i think like so. we go from like trash tv 
ish drama to <laughs> a lot superheroes. I mean, Bravos are my superheroes. Of, <laughs> of, <laughs> they're not all trash. Oh, they're, they're not. You know, yeah. It's kind of trash TV, though. Exactly. So we we're going to talk about our, our this or that of the week, which is about Marvel. Best villain, Loki or Killmonger? Oh, Loki. Obviously. Uh, by the way, I think I know all the answers for this, so it's not fair, but I'm still going to ask. Okay. <laughs> Best duo, uh, Natasha and Clint or Steve and Bucky? Natasha and Clint. <gasps> really? Yeah. I didn't think you were going to choose them. Yeah. Um, you know what I feel about Captain America. <laughs> um, Best female character, Black Widow or Scarlet Witch? Black Widow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love her. She had the better mm. show. Yeah, that's true. But Black Widow was badass. Yeah, that's true. All right. Another best female character, Gamora or Wasp? Gamora. Gamora is everything. Yeah. Whose death should have been erased? Black Widow, Vision, Gamora, or Iron Man? All right. Well, we can't really go into depth here with like the multiverse <laughs> coming out because who knows which one of these <laughs> is going to be They're all alive, guys. They're all but alive. I don't know. Spoiler alert, I'm pretty sure Guardians 3 is they find Gamora and she's my favorite character in the Marvel Universe. She came back, didn't she? She came back at the end. Yeah. um, And then she uh, disappears. She She turns to dust when Iron Man snaps. I'm going to go with Vision because I think that's in the current time. Whereas Black Widow, it seems like she is coming back. And if she doesn't, she'll come back as a variant. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think Gamora is definitely coming back because that's the plot of Guardians 3. Um, I thought you were going to say Iron Man. Um, Oh, Iron Man's definitely cloned. He's not uh, gone. Who would you like to be best friends with? Iron Man or Steve Rogers? Iron Man. Obviously. I know that. So what is the movie of Marvel that you're more excited to watch? Obviously, don't say Black Widow because it already came out. Oh, coming up? Yeah. like Oh, Guardians Volume 3. Hands down. Are you kidding me? Thor joins them. The power struggle between Thor and Star-Lord. Let's go. First of all, Thor, the God of Thunder. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see a woman Thor or whatever. I am excited about Eternals. But anyways, guys, we got to (laughs) go. because we've been here forever i want to thank you amanda for being my first guest ever thank you for having me and you're obviously gonna come back thank you so much and guys please come back next week see you later Bye. bye thank you for joining me this week on mom's no expert podcast make sure to follow me on instagram at mom's no expert podcast and share the show with your friends don't forget to follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode